Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Sunday. A day to worship. Worship a small egg-shaped ball. Oh, no, he drops the ball. Just as long as I'm here in your arms, I could be in no better place. I've got to respect the ball. You're simply the best. Long live the weekend. Long live Rugby League. Woo! Oh, you got to love your Rugby League. Two, be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Triple M Sunday Sydney. Welcome back to it. Hour three of the show. Dogs ten, Warriors six. That score for tyre power. One minute gone in the second half of that game. And thank you to our sponsors, Bryden's Lawyers. Uh, we've got Reedy in for Paul Kent. No Paul Kent today. Um, and then we've got James Triceps Hooper. We've got Gordon Tullis. My name is Maroon. One triple three five three is our number. Now uh, we're going to this hour talk about that game yesterday between. The Titans and the Raiders, which the Raiders won quite comfortably, 36 points to 16. Titans obviously had a couple of players out injured and Proctor, of course, suspended. And they are another team that just can't afford to have players missing. But, Gordy, tell us, you're involved with the Titans and we've often said how much better they are travelling this year. You can see it a lot in their urgency and their online defence and they just don't give up this year. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose the Titans aren't getting beaten on effort, which, <laughs> which is pleasing for their fans, and their fans can, can probably go and they can support you if you know you see everybody rolling up their sleeves and having a dig. Um, the thing that uh, shone out for me yesterday was Papal his chase, mm. and dare I say it, every bloke sitting at home having a rum can or a four X gold on the couch oh, the would have jumped up and down. You like you get a front rower chasing a little halfback down. Oh, it was like Laurel and Hardy, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's great. But while you <laughs> it was bring one that of the up, plays of the season. Yeah, it was let, brilliant. While you bring that up, let me play you the audio. I'll go. I'll get dig that audio up in a second of Ricky Stewart talking about that tackle from Papali. But did you call that game, Anthony? I did, mate. You should yeah. get the audio of you calling that moment oh, as well, oh, mate. I don't just give out. No, because he missed it. No, mate, he missed it. <laughs> I don't. My audio. How did you go? What would you rate your performance out of ten yesterday? Well, on that particular moment in oh, the game. I'll probably only rate that as that about was a, a huge moment. 17 out of 10. Here's the, here's the Ricky Stewart audio. Josh Papali showed you today in, in, in that chase on the young half and his ankle tap on uh, what should have been a try nearly. Um, he showed you what this um, the jumper is all about and uh, what, the, what the type of character these boys have inside them. Papa will go down as one of our greatest players ever when he retires. And... He is um, one of the boys' favourites. They love playing with him. And, and I don't underestimate anything that Josh has got. He's got a wonderful motor, a very, very skillful guy for his size. And, and, I, and I don't say that lightly, but, but he will go down as one of those greats of this club. And it's, it's a very deserving uh, uh, accolade or um, piece of commentary because we've had some... We've had some great here. Oh, yeah. You're a great player, Josh Papali. I don't think anybody ever doubted that. But, I mean, That's no. That's a big statement, isn't it, yeah, from one massive. of the greatest players. Yep. Yeah. from When you think of all the champion players that have uh, worn the green machine jumper, so you've got the likes of Glenn what? Lazarus, 
Bradley Clyde, Sticky Stewart, mm. Laurie Daly, mm. all those types of Mal Meninga, those types of champions. And uh, for Ricky to make that comment, yeah, that's a big, big call. The, you, so you're su- you, you're a bit surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised mm. at all. In my view, Josh Papali's the best front rower in the game today. I think he's a shandy ahead of the likes of uh, Junior Paulo, James Fisher-Harris at Penrith. Clem? Dave Clemmer? Uh, I reckon Clem's come back to the field slightly. I love yeah. him as a as a player and as a bloke, but I, I reckon he's come back um, just a little bit. Siwa Torquiaho yeah. is the other one I was searching for uh, at the Roosters. He was enormous last night against the Tigers and has been doing it consistently um, all season. But, yeah, for Ricky to make that statement, I, I think it's fair praise and deserved praise, but uh, Ricky doesn't make those sort of statements lightly. So clearly uh, he felt as though that particular play was so special he wanted to single it out. Dogs 14, Warriors 6. Dogs 14, Warriors 6. Four and a half gone, second half. Uh, the Raiders have gone a long way, Reedy, but it's another year where they're, you know, all the top teams have had injuries. They won't get Josh Hodgson back. Um, but they're starting to get a couple of them back. And I think Corey Harawira Naira was a big get at this point in the season. Oh, no doubt, Maureen. And I think come uh, October, when the finals are on, I think the fittest team, the fittest team will ultimately probably hold sway. And I think... Um, you know, there was there was a view in Canberra among some people that potentially Josh Hodgson was uh, – I wouldn't say he was their, their better side without him, but he was maybe holding their attack back a little bit. And I think we've seen now they've got used to not having him round. Um, they're looking like a really good football team again. Mm. Uh, and, and, and they're, hurt, they're scoring points. They're, um, you know, they're, they're hurting teams. And I think – you know, provided they don't lose any more big-name players, they're a massive chance of, of, of winning the comp. I mean, come, as I said, come October, the, you know, if Penrith or Para start – look, Penrith or they've been relatively untouched, right? Mm. They've kept pretty fit. Their turn will come. And if they lose the wrong players, I think they're right back to the field. And I think Canberra's one of those teams It's just – they're just cruising cruising along. The other big in for the Raiders has been John Bateman. Like, since yeah. he's returned yep. from the injury that he had, he's just completely transformed uh, the shape of their attack. Even though he's a right-edge back rower and primarily spends a lot of the time over there, he's so unorthodox, he's so awkward, um, he's such an effort player, he, he just never gives an inch and never gives in and – uh, it's no coincidence that since he's returned, the Raiders have been able to get on a roll and their attack had been flat. Like they'd mm. struggled to score points, mm. but Bateman comes back in and whether it's his late footwork at the lawn or a change of angle or a late offload or whatever it is, he, he, he just finds a way uh, to give them a point of something different. And as a result, we've seen him put a couple of big scores on the last couple of weeks. Okay, well, they're equal fourth at the moment, Gordy, with uh, the Roosters. Obviously, the Roosters having a good win yesterday as well. Do you think the Raiders, do you think they are genuine title contenders? Well, absolutely. You know, I I, I think the way the competition's going on, I, I, I certainly put them in a fight. You think Penrith and Para uh, are probably the two main guys, and I think sitting right behind them are the Roosters, Melbourne Storm, and I think the Raiders are in there as well. I think they're the five you know, heavyweights that will start throwing punches, you know, at the business end of the season. Yeah, it's a good competition. Without a doubt. When you think five teams, different teams could possibly win it. What about the Titans? Now, we've talked about how much they have improved this season. Having said that, they've still lost five of the last six, but they've put a lot of faith in in Justin Holbrook. They've got a lot of big names coming to the club, which will, um, you know, they've got some good players there as it is. 
And Reedy, they want to re-sign Justin Holbrook. Yeah. So where are we at with that? Well, I've started talking to Justin Holbrook about an extension. He's only got a year to go, and I think they're talking a two or th- three-year extension. Look, he's doing. I think he's doing a great job up there. And I, I, they've still got some issues they've got to sort out. I think um, their halves, I think they've still got to sort, sort out. And the hooker position's a bit of a bugbear for them because I think Pete's is off contract. He'll be going. Mitch, I think Mitch Rain's got a year to go, but that Tanner Boyd, um, is he a, I'm not sure. Uh, Gordy, is he a half or a hooker? I can't. He's a half, isn't he? Uh, uh, yeah, half back. Yeah. Um, and I know that he had a great combination with David Fafita, yeah. and I know that Dave really loved playing with him. So, you know, whether he sits on an edge with Dave because Dave's not getting a lot of ball in Brisbane or hooker, I think he's making a a really good impact at number nine, mm. actually. I'll tell yeah. you what, if you're a half next year, uh, look, uh, Fogarty's done a reasonably good job, and Ash Taylor's been a bit up and down. But with those two blokes coming, uh, Tino and, and Dave Fafita, it's a, it, 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 I reckon that number seven's a, a, the number seven position is a position you want to fill mm. if you're a player coming to that club because you get, you know you're going to have either Dave Fafita or Big Tino beside you yeah. next year. Uh, it makes it an attractive job. I'm glad you I got it out. The end. I know, yeah, struggle. Yeah, glad you got yeah. it out in the end, Reedy. Yeah. I thought Maroon had you rattled. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He was staring at me. <laughs> yeah, see, so I was going to say something. I could have wore number six or seven if I had Greg Inglis. So I'm passing to Greg Inglis. Mm, yeah. I would have had a few try assists as well. Yeah, and that's what Dave Fafita's got. You know I mean, like so. So I think it simplifies your game, and when there's nothing on, you can just give a bit like Kikau at Penrith. You know what I mean? And uh, Katoni Stakes is only a few players that you don't have to do much for. You can actually give them early ball, which is gone in our game. Steve Renouf was one of those guys. You just give him early ball, and they can do something that nobody else can do. And, you know, Fafita's one of those guys. He just skips on the outside or, you know, or he hits a hole or he runs over three or four blokes in front of you and, you know, pulls in some defenders. Yeah, well, next next year, the hoops they're going to have, as we've sp- spoken about, Big Tino, Fafita, uh, Fortuaka is already there, Herman Essiesi is coming, and that young Jolliff's a good player. There's, they've got a... Hip Graves going yeah, all right. Well-balanced cu- pack. Yeah. Terrific emerging forward pack. All they need, a couple of key position playmakers, mm-hmm. which is why the Cameron Smith narrative has really started to gather a lot of momentum yeah. over the course of the last few weeks. Uh, whether it be Cameron or, or whether it be another playmaker, but certainly there's there's a terrific opportunity there. Warriors now have scored. It's the Dogs 14, the Warriors 10, but there's still a half an hour to go in that game, and that score is all thanks to tyre power. Still plenty to talk about here as we uh, look at some other things going on in the rugby league. Uh, Panthers had a good win. They've now won 10 straight. We'll preview that next game coming up as well as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday Sydney. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. Four o'clock. We'll do the uh, game for you with uh, Dan Ganane. It's of course the Cowboys and Newcastle. Right now, the Warriors have taken the lead, sixteen points to fourteen over the Dogs, with uh, twenty-seven and a half minutes to go. Now we've got a poll. We're doing a poll today. The poll, Maroons poll. Should Seabold, should Anthony Seabold walk away now? I say he should. 67% of people agree with me. Uh, of course, Brent Reed is a Seabold sympathiser, so, mate, we don't want to put you off as you are doing your guest spot here today. Now, uh, before we go any further, we've gonna, we'll, we're going to get the tips very shortly. We've got some audio here, Hoops, that you requested, um, and that uh, is the Papali try. Yeah, well, it was one of the plays of the season, right. wasn't it, Anthony? Yeah. And Ricky Stewart spoke so glowingly about Josh Papali and why he'll be 
go down as one of the Canberra Raiders all-time greats. Yeah. And so we thought, well, let's have a listen to your dulcet tones. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why radio stations, television networks, people all over the world go, Burko, Bunta for Anthony Maroon. <laughs> Taken on the full by Jamal Fogarty. Back to the 20 metres for a restart, which he does very quickly. Jamal Fogarty's away. Oh, he's away, Fogarty. Over the 30. Oh! And, and he's lost it. What about that? No Sterling. way. That's the play of the season. Yeah, that's beautiful to watch. Play of the season, Sterling. Play of the season. Well, there it is. Uh, thanks for that, uh, Hoops, and thanks for the support. It's um, nice of you to lend me some support just now and then. You know, it's... Um... Well, mate, I just felt like, yeah, sometimes you've got to give a bloke a pat on the back. Yeah, you've oh, been it's... putting the slipper into Reedy. Poor old Reedy. I've, I've actually day. heard you do better, Maroon. Oh, anyway. thanks, thanks, Reedy. Anyway, <laughs> now we've got a couple of minutes here, boys, to talk about uh, the uh, Panthers-Sharkies game over the weekend. That's 10 straight now for the Panthers. Sharkies are travelling along really well at the moment. They really are, but they just outplayed the other night. I to tell you what... You don't have to be a big rugby league fan to look at Kikau and Liam Martin, one going down the left, one going down the right, and it's just a, just scintillating. The thing that really stands out for me when you watch Penrith play is they're genuinely enjoying their football. Like they celebrate every try uh, like they've won the grand final. They are genuinely um, connected, and I think that can carry a side a long way at this stage of the season. You're not wrong about Liam Martin. Didn't he have a 10 out of 10 mm. performance uh, the other night? And look, it, it is a club record. They're in uncharted territory. We haven't seen the Panthers go on a hot streak like this previously. We've spoken at length about about Appy Coruscant being the buyer of the year. We've spoken at length uh, about the way that Nathan Cleary has broadened his game this season and has now developed into the all-round halfback that people always suggested he would be all at the age of 22. Mm. That's no small feat. Uh, and Martin on that edge, that right side for the Panthers, just absolutely terrorised Matt Moylan. Okay, boys, just let me interrupt quickly. Warriors have gone over again. And they're starting to uh, run right here, the Warriors. They've just gone over. There's a hint of a double movement there. I don't know if he's awarded the try. No, no, they're reviewing it. Okay, room. they're up there at the uh, Triple M Coats High replay There's now. no try. And that'll be oh, – I think he dropped it anyway in the end. That's a young kid, Turner. Uh, that's young Turner, young Paul so, Turner. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. But, um, yeah, well, the Panthers, I think, you know, uh, Reedy, we all mm. think the Panthers could go all the way. But as Hoops pointed out, they just enjoy their footy and they're racked, they've racked up a couple of big scores now against the Sharks. Yeah, but uh, look, they've done a great job, but they've been blessed a bit. They haven't travelled much this year, have they? I think they've no injuries. They've had no, barely, well, Appy, I think Appy missed maybe a game, two one, games or one, one game. Mm. Yep. Um, and, you know, they've missed Dylan Edwards a couple of times, but they've got so much depth as well. That's the other thing. But... Them and Parramatta have been really blessed that they haven't travelled a lot. They haven't, they haven't had to fly into state a lot like a lot of other clubs. So it's, it's all coming up trumps for them at the moment. Good on you, Reedy. Well, as, uh, that was no try. So Warriors 16 lead the Dogs 14. 23 minutes left to go there. And it's the Warriors leading by two. We're going to take a break very shortly and come back with more on the Sunday. Sinbin, Reedy, Hoops and Gordy Tallis. And, of course, we do it for our friends at Bryden's Lawyers. They commit, protect and succeed. Bryden's Lawyers, 1-800-848-848. Triple M rocks the footy. The weekend is here. And so are the thrills and spills that go with it. For McDonald's and Reem Hot Water. Triple M, Rock.
Fox Footy. Welcome back to it. And four o'clock today, we've got Knights Cowboys. Uh, the Warriors have just scored again. Scored again. Beautiful try. Roger Tuivasa checked the man. Uh, Torhu Harris passed it out to Nick Arima and. Uh, Next thing you know, Roger Tuovasa checks over. So they might just run away and win this, although there's still plenty of time left. But uh, the Warriors now lead 20 points to 14 on the tyre power scoreboard. Uh, apart from all that, boys, it is time for this. Yes, a brand new segment we are doing just to fill in a little bit of time, having a little bit of fun for the kiddies in the car. It's the Triple M NRL Spelling Bee. So, boys, I'll give you a name of a player and you need to spell his name in full to win this competition. Are you ready, Reedy? Yeah, sure, yeah. Are you ready, yeah. Hoops? Sure. Gordon, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, well, look, just so if you could all seem a little... Mate, if you, I'll tell you what, if you're not enthused, yeah. I'll just pull this right off the table. <laughs> all right? My producer over here, Burmo... is gravy, Anthony, but anyway... Yeah, all right, here we go. Rolls. The Triple M Spelling Bee. This week features players from the Melbourne Storm. Brent Reed, oh, spell... Don't give me Tino. Ryan Pappenhausen. Oh, Pappenhausen, that's easy. Okay. P- just just last name? Yeah, just last name will P-A-P-E-N-H-U-Y-Z-E-N. Oh, well done, Reedy. you got Reedy sort of quiz here. Great player. you got Reedy sort of quiz. Hoops. Yes. Spell... Tino Fasuamala Awi. F A A. Yep. S U A M. He's looking at the show. Okay, come on. Don't look down again. A U I. All right, well you got it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that because you, my friend, are a cheat. Gordon. Yeah. I didn't know you were gonna do this, Anthony. That just happens to be sitting there. Gordon, smell a spell Brandon Smith. Just smell the last name. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. I love you. All right. S M I T H. Okay, so now there's gonna be a tiebreaker for you boys. And we'll just take that away. Uh, so you've all got one right. We're gonna have a tiebreaker here. Now Reedy, spell Nelson Asofa Solomona. A-S-O-F-A. Yes. Dash. Mm-hmm. S-O-L. Yep. O-M-O-N-A. S-O-L-O-M-O-N-A. I can't pay that one. Why? Because in a last name, if you want to check with the dictionaries, in a last name, you don't call it a dash, you call it a hyphen. So I'm sorry, but Reedy, you are out. <laughs> now, Hoops. Spell They're Paul. right about you. Spell right Paul Momorowski. I don't think you would have done that already if he wasn't, uh, as you've been... Seabolt sympathiser. As you've labelled him. I've got Natsi's business. <laughs> Spell Paul Momorowski. M-O-M-O-R-O-V-S-K-I. Oh, you are wrong. What? what it's M-O-M-I-R-O-V-S-K-I. <laughs> Momorowski. Alexandria, Alexandria Rovers boy. This one will win it for you, Gordon. Can you spell Cooper Johns? Joey's nephew. Uh, Yes, J-O-H-N-S. Oh, there we go. It's been a wonderful... I thought you were going to do something like add a car or something for me. No, you did really well. So there you go. And uh, Hoops, you cheated. You know, Anthony, I didn't know you were going to ask those questions. Mean and then you when can you did cheat. it, it was sitting right you know, there. You don't mean you Actually, can cheat. Actually, Maroon. Yes. Maroon. I'll give you one. You spell Rudonicus. R A U D O N 
I K A U S. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not I S. So R A U D O N I K I S. Anyway, I'm the quiz master, so it doesn't matter. You just got jammed. Whatever I say, I'm right. Boys, you really let me down there. What you're talking about, though? But for you to cheat, hoops. That's. I mean, you know, you cheated, mate. You cheated. It yeah, was, how do you spell a bloke's name? You, you, mate, it's like you're one of these blokes that goes to a charity quiz night oh, and pulls out the throw, mobile phone. Don't start throwing me oh, into your book. Don't you've start let your throwing family your down. Book. You've let your workmates down. But no, worse no, of all, no, you've no, let no. yourself down. No, okay, Maroon, spell Palooka. P-A-L-O-O-K-A. <laughs> Warriors 20, Dogs 14, 13 and a half to go. Let's preview this game this afternoon. The Knights win. Now, on the live ladder, the only team in the top eight still to play are the Knights. And if they win, they can leapfrog the Rabbitohs back into sixth position. The Knights and the North Queensland Cowboys, all things considered, Reedy, the Cowboys have been disappointing this year. They have been. Um, I think they've been better of late with Michael Morgan back in the team. Uh, they've got a few injuries today. I think they've made a few changes. But um, I, I don't think they're without hope here. Newcastle should beat them, but I'll, I'll, I'm not going to put a line through the Cowboys. I think Morgan's been – he had a tough week the first week against Gold Coast when he came back. He was pretty good last week. So good player, Michael Morgan. Mm. It does, uh, Gordy, it does – in talk about who is going to coach the Cowboys, there are three or four yep. ultra-talented kids coming through there that are 18, yeah, are. 19 years old. Yeah, oh, look – Absolutely. I think I think the Cowboys are in safe hands, obviously. Losing a, such a dominant player like Jonathan Thurston, it takes time to sort of – because he would have got the ball, what, 70, 70 times a game, I suppose, to put on the plays. Michael Morgan's um, been injured and obviously Val – Val Holmes has had some time out of the game and he's come back in. So once that combination gets a preseason under their belt and a new coach and, you know, starts playing playing to their strengths, I think that, you know, they can have a better season next year. Absolutely, the Cowboys can. Okay, Hoops, now, without cheating and looking at someone else's notes, who do you think will win, the Knights or the they're Cowboys? Are, it's not cheating if they're your own notes, Anthony. Right. And they're only team lists. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Newcastle will win today. <laughs> yes. I think Newcastle will win today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they'll just have too much class. It's been an awful season for the Cowboys. The decision to sack Paul Green, uh, often you see when a coach gets speared mid-season, it can cause the team to have a bit of a spike. We've seen it with the Dragons um, over the last couple of weeks, but it, it hasn't worked that way um, with the Cows. So uh, I think that Newcastle will handle them today. Okay, and, and how did they lose that game last week? 31-30. Oh. I mean, that's... And and on the back of that, what is what that are they sums up their season? Yeah, but do they bring a little bit of that into this game, or do they put that behind them? What do they do? It was horrid, wasn't it? Watching that, uh, just oh, I don't know how they lost that, but um, well, I, you're right. I think that just sums up the year they've had. They just haven't had any luck at all, and they should have won that game, and won it easy, really, in the end, but. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they drag it in. Gordy, you'd be better place than me. They'd probably carry a little bit of that over, especially if it's close late in the game. Yeah. They might get a bit nervy, right? Yeah, absolutely get nervous. I think the last 20 minutes of every game, you know, you need your marquee players and, you know, and you've got to learn to do it. That's what Parramatta are learning now. Like everybody's talking about it and and even with Penrith, they haven't been pushed. That's the thing that... That no one's seen at the moment. If Penrith are down with 20 minutes to go, that's when you know what you're made of. You mean, like, that's when, as what Matty John said, he goes, it's like sitting there playing the pokies. I know it's not the best analogy, but he goes, it's like sitting there playing the pokies for 10 bucks. And then the last 20 minutes is like, mate, you're in the high rollers room and everything's magnified. And that's what halfbacks need to deal with. And, and every player. Mm. 
it's that's that, they've kept that record intact, hoops of not letting anyone across the try line in the first 20 minutes for something like two or three months. Yeah, it's been an astonishing feat for the Panthers. So they set themselves a goal uh, the first seven minutes of the game, the last seven minutes of the game. They don't leak yeah. any points defensively, and they want to obviously score points themselves. And uh, over the course of this season, to not leak a single point in that opening 20 minutes, enormous. Yeah. Can I ask you, Hoops, does anybody know why it's seven minutes? Is there... Any science behind it? No. I, I, Rudy, can you shed any light no on, idea. on that? Yeah, the story emerged sort of halfway through this season. It was basically something that uh, the coach, Ivan Cleary, decided that he wanted to challenge his players about. I, I think if you look back at the history of the Panthers, when they were flying a couple of years ago before Anthony Griffin got sacked, they were slow starters a lot of the times. Yeah, they, they would did, allow yeah. the opposition teams to score tries. And, but a strange and, saying seven minutes yeah, instead know, of it is, 10 or 15 yeah. or, you know I mean, because that's when you're getting into the game or the first 20. Yep. Say, for instance, but seven minutes just seems a strange number, like seven-minute abs. It, yeah. is a, it is a <laughs> it is, unique yeah. number. There'd yeah. be some science behind it somewhere. Maybe they've looked at some stats and maybe if you win the first and last seven minutes, maybe you win 40 games. Maybe. Mm. Uh, worry. Can you find out about that? You I'm going to dig into that, Gordy, just <laughs> mm. for you. Thanks. If I ever get an invite back on a Sunday, I'll tell you why. Mm. Mate, you'll be back. Don't <laughs> you'll, be back mate. you'll be back. You'll be back. Yeah. Read about. Well, you've done a tremendous job. And, and you dress, you know, you dress so well, Reedy. You know, you bring a little bit of class to the joint. You know what I, I mean? I'm my best, Maroon, you know. Warriors Maroon, 20. He'll white out you as soon as you're mate, out Mate, why would he'll I white? Reedy's slippery got, and mercilessly. No, then he'll try and angle him. If he thinks there's some cash somewhere. Mate, no. If he thinks there's He'll be all over you. Mate. If I were you, I'd be looking at my like own credibility. Like I've got to say, at least suit. he's regained a little bit of control. Yeah. 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 Mate, well, I, it's taken him two hours. It was, it was, was it two out hours of order early? Cool. Or? No. He's got a little bit of no, control. They can't, it's like, I like it, you know what, Reedy, because it's like bodies in motion. They're coming at me from everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, the Saturday show, yep. you know, it's not like that. It's like a little bit like a midweeker at Kembla Grange. But the Sunday show is just a bullet. Everyone's going at you. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Formula One. Yeah. Good beer. Uh, that's all good. And I know. Mm. Warriors 20, uh, Bulldogs 14. Just a couple of tweets and emails coming in at triplem.com.au. Uh, Snowy's list. Snowy in Ballina. Snowy. Hello, Snowy. Snowy got the same. I don't know if that's your real name or uh, he's just having a little dig at you about oh, cheating in the spelling bee competition. Uh, okay, okay. Snowy, don't take it Snowy, too seriously. don't worry. Listen, I'll tell you something about Anthony Maroon. When we leave here today, he'll go and pick up uh, about two kilograms of paper, believe it or not, that belongs to Triple yeah. M, and he'll, he'll go and do all sorts of stuff no. with the photocopier well, well, that nobody's ever see. been able to explain what's see. happening. Okay. Yeah. When in actual fact, it's actually for his quizzes I, that I, he conducts all I over would Sydney. In, I would invite anybody... Anybody to ro- have a look on one of the uh, security tapes and see if you can find anything like that going on. I've actually. Got I will video. call you I've out on that film. I've actually got video. <laughs> Warriors twenty. <laughs> yeah, mate, we video you every set up week. that day. Warriors twenty. Canterbury fourteen. <laughs> no, admitted it. Seven and a half to go. As Triple M rocks the footy. <laughs> Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. Well, let's have a look at this game that's uh, on the way at the moment. It's the Warriors and the Doggies. Roger Tuivasa Sheks just uh, picked up a loose ball, but no change to the score. Warriors 20 lead the Dogs 14 on the tyre power scoreboard. We're just about done, but at Four o'clock, Dan's going to call the Cowboys-Knights game uh, for Triple M. And if you can't get it where you are, you can always get it on the app. Uh, but uh, Reedy and Hoops, Maroon, Gordy, tell us just a couple of things we haven't got to today before we go home. And I think that the um, public are a little bit cloudy in this department, Hoops, uh, 
Reedy, about the NRL Grand Final, where it will definitely be played, and what are we talking about? Any sort of crowds at all? Well, they're trying to. I think I think it'll ultimately ultimately be played at ANZ Stadium because obviously it was was meant to be at the SCG if ANZ Stadium was getting knocked down, but ANZ Stadium is not getting knocked down now. So they'll go back to ANZ Stadium. Uh, I think they're in talks with the government now about how many people they can get in. I think they're hoping to get – I think it was, was a report they were hoping to get 50,000 maybe to the game. Um, I'd be surprised they got that many, but – won't be happening at this can stage. I, I, can I just ask, why don't they move it to Queensland? If we don't have any restrictions mm. and we can get 55 and everybody can come. Well, the problem is, Gordy, they did an agreement with the New South Wales government. And but if still- no one can go and with – like with COVID around, you think that there's got to be some common sense in the government down there where they go, hey, guys, I know that we did this, but we can't go. There's got to be, you know, three people, you know, in every 10 seats or whatever it is. Common sense in government, see, Gordy? That's mm. two contradictory That's terms. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. And, and, the other and Maroon's thing is just a moron. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> what a galah. What a galah. Oh, I was actually going to say, I think it's word, I'd, I'd like it to see good. the grand final in, grand fi- in uh, Brisbane. I don't know why it has to be in Sydney. Particularly, I mean, I love ANZ Stadium, but I don't like watching footy well, at the SCG. On, aren't you an ambassador for ANZ Stadium? I love ANZ. No, I'm not an ambassador. Are you, on, are you not an ambassador for ANZ Stadium? <laughs> I am not an ambassador. You are on some sort of financial commercial agreement with ANZ Stadium. Well, Sometimes I go and MC things to which I present an invoice and they pay me. Yes, Thank I don't you. think there's a law against no, that's that. That's all we just needed to yeah. clarify. Now, why that's did we all. need to clarify that? Well, because you're, uh, you're forever putting the slipper into the SCG, but ANZ Stadium comes up and you want to wrap it up like it's the greatest ground in the history of the world. Well, it is. Is I mean, there an invoice involved or is it just cash? No, there's no cash oh, involved. God, the, the SCG is the worst place in the world to watch NRL. No, I don't. So you no, get, you get stuck no, in this. No, 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 this, no, 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 You no, get stuck no. in this. I wouldn't this, go that far. You get stuck in this far. bull about Leichhardt Oval and Brookvale oh. Oval they and the are, SCG hey, the and Hanson Park. Rugby that Leichhardt Oval is the worst place mm. I have ever watched a game of football. <laughs> I would rather <laughs> no, watch it's not. soccer. I would rather watch you would Sydney not. FC you than go to Leichhardt Oval. Well, go and watch them then. Well, I'll do what do I please. Do yourself a favour. I'll do what I please. But to Sydney. FC, and you can go and watch them play the Wanderers, <laughs> right? And you can do your quiz like, through the whole game because no one will be watching. That. Like. Listen, well, you, what are you jump? What are you backing him up for? Hey, why are you backing? Because Leichhardt's a listen, good ground. Either tell him you have a crush on him, or shut up <laughs> and do your job professionally. <laughs> I mean, I've never been in such this joint. Honestly, Leichhardt Oval is the eighth wonder of the world. It is colloquially known as that because it's part of the suburban charm yeah, and right. fabric of yeah. rugby league. Mm. So you you putting garbage on Leichhardt Oval, you don't see me stand here. And put stuff on Redfern, do you? No, because you Because I understand no. the importance. Because Redfern Oval's a wonderful facility. Oh, okay. So yeah. Redfern Oval's wonderful, yeah. but Leichhardt's a, a, a tipping ground, Oh, look, Leichhardt's Oval's okay as long as you don't want to park. You know what I mean? As long we'll as you don't... go to the toilet. Oh, yeah, we'll okay. go to the toilet. Oh, here we as long go. as you're not in a hurry it's to get anywhere. It's all about you, Anthony. It's not about the game or the kids on the hill you call... with their grandparents. It's all about you getting a park. And not having to walk. <laughs> well, listen, I'll, I'll tell you what, and mate. And this is why he likes like, ANZ, yeah, nah. right? Because yeah. they give him a free car park, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can just drive his car straight in and then hop in the lift, go upstairs, help himself to the free sausage sizzle and whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say to you, Gordon, is mm-hmm. when you get a free weekend, 
Go and have a look at Seabus Super Stadium. That's the team you were, you're the ambassador of, the Titans. Remember them? Go yeah. and have a look at their ground. And it's you, fantastic my, and stadium. You're just dirty, mate, because you're, got, you're one of these blokes that supports a team that plays at a different oval every week. The West Tigers have got more home grounds than they have won games this year. They got one in Campbelltown. They got one in the city. They got Bank West. They got ANZ Stadium. They got Leichhardt Oval. You put I mean, if you've got anywhere else you, you want to. Salt and you pepper know. and mayonnaise on how many home grounds they've actually got. But you are right. I will give you that. Yes, right? They right. do have mm. a lot of home grounds. Right. And it would be preferable uh, if they narrowed that back. It would be, wouldn't it? Significantly. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, uh, Reedy, jump in any time if oh, you've sorry, got anything no, to just, say. I was just enjoying the, the fun, the side show. Yeah. Mm. No, it's just getting a little bit. But I'm with you, Maureen. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Leichhardt nah. either. Ah, oh, facilities are too outdated. Awful joint. And so is, so is no, Lotto good. Land. I, I, I love Leichhardt. I love Brookvale. Oh, terrible. I love, no, they're great Self, venues. I, from a selfish point of view, terrible venues for yeah, a gym. Oh, the media. What about Banquest? A great Wonderful stadium. venue. Great right. the best. So, so if they do a little bit of work to the likes of, which is what Peter Volandis wants yes. to do, right? Yes. To the likes of Leichhardt and the lo- and the likes of Brookvale, I think that would be fantastic for the game. Yes, I agree. If they do them up. They are still brilliant venues, steeped in nostalgia yeah. and history and the fabric of the game. So I think they play an important role. A lot of relieved people in Brisbane. Yeah. Warriors have won. Oh. Warriors 20, dogs 14. They came from a, a long way back to the, the Warriors to win Broncos, that one. Broncos, 15th, mate. So uh, Broncos <laughs> stay in second last. Our Seabold yep. sympathiser, Reedy, survives for another day. Well, boys, before we go, uh, there was just that issue. There was a couple of other issues I wanted to talk about, but that one was we just wanted to get that out of the way. Here we go. I've got a couple of tweets here from um, Bruno down at Little Kongwong and also Ronaldo in uh, East Sydney. Uh, boys, just jogging your memory, do you remember when you were giving it to Anthony uh, about six months ago about the fact that he was tea-leafing around the oh. office, I believe? believe it was Easter time. <laughs> he was stealing Easter <laughs> eggs off yeah. people's desks. Yeah. And you even had some of the uh, employees of Triple M and Osteria ring in and actually give first-hand accounts of yeah. what you'd done to their mm. Easter egg collections. Wow. Uh, my, my, lo- my legal team are listening, <laughs> Bryden's lawyers. Just to be clear, what happened there was a young lady that worked here said to me and Wendell, would you like an Easter egg? And we both had an Easter egg. But uh, Wendell went back and helped himself to the whole hamper. <laughs> so don't, oh, the God, you are. Oh, don't blame the low. Jewel International don't, when he's not here to defend himself, mate. Now that's it. He's Re- in quarantine. Right. <laughs> Reedy, terrible. thanks for filling in for Paul Kent. You've done an awful job. Mate, it's been, <laughs> you, uh, it's been enlightening to see you yeah. in person. It's been less fun than when Paul Kent's here. <laughs> the white ending is a yeah. world class. <laughs> <laughs> world class. <laughs> it's been less fun. <laughs> and... Uh, Hoops, uh, as usual, mate. If if you are if you are a man worthy salt, you will not put in an invoice for your effort today because it has been. Well, you'll be putting it, you'll be putting in an invoice for yours. Oh, don't so worry if you're about putting that. One in, I will also submit one. Okay, and Gordon, tell us you were good, mate. We'll catch you on Fox League. <laughs> oh, th- thank you, Anthony. Yeah, but before- I take that as a backhanded compliment. All right, no worries at all. Before we go, uh, just <laughs> wrapping up on this game, uh, Newcastle and the Cowboys, if we've got any changes there to Newcastle, uh, and they look as per for this important game this afternoon. Of course, as I said, if they win, they go back to sixth position on the ladder. You like Newcastle, Reedy? I think so, yeah, yep. Newcastle, yep. Hoops? Yeah, I'm with the Knights. 
Too much to play for. Okay. And uh, what about you, Gordy Tallis? Yeah, the Knights. The, the Knights should be too strong. All right. So we've got the Newcastle Knights as per. Uh, one little change there to the Cowboys. That must be Justin O'Neill coming in in jumper number 22. So he will take the uh, – and then the bench we've got number 20, Jensen, and Jake Gramble, number 21. And, of course, the interim coach there is Josh Hannay. I think that's just about it for us today. So uh, we'll uh, say goodbye to you, Reedy. Pleasure. And you too, uh, Hoops. And Thanks, you too, Gordy. Tell us, have a great day. Thanks, we'll see Anthony. you next week on the Sunday Sinbin as Triple M rocks the footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.